this is the first in a series loosely called about relationship. This is something that we have quietly pursued for probably over 40 years. Recently, we felt God speak to us about sharing something of our journey for those who are interested in pursuing something along these lines that may be helpful and also that together we can share with the aid of these teachings to have a better understanding of what God really wants. I've always worked on the basis that other people don't have to be wrong to make me right. So I've no interest in criticism. I've interest in construction. And we also believe in cooperation rather than competition. So we recount some of the stories and uh, as ways of illustration, not necessarily to be followed exactly. Uh, some of them are slightly crazy anyway. But so that you might grasp an understanding, you see, God, first of all, is love. God is, God is love. I mean, everybody would readily say that. He is most clearly described in that one characteristic. And I believe that he looks for a people who will accurately demonstrate what he's like in this world. And that will have to be focused particularly on love and relationship. God is a relational God. God is community. Father, Son and Holy Spirit demonstrates right there in the Godhead. And to actually show what God is like, we can't, we can't do that in isolation. We have to do that in community, in relationship. And that's why we're looking again at what God has led us in over these period of years. And we're still learning and we're still trying. And we have never yet believed that we've arrived or that we've got it completely right. Along the way, God has showed us certain things and I'm going to refer to those. But let me just give you a little bit of background first. Of course, before we started out in this course, I was involved in a traditional Pentecostal church, very committed to that. I think we used to have seven meetings on a Sunday and events on meetings most evenings of the week. And yet even back then, there were stirrings of something else. I found that I tracked to certain family homes, some which were more of a, a social friendship, people from the church, others which had a, a very real caring interest supportive basis worked out in practicalities i used to stay at their house uh, they used to facilitate uh, what i was doing in the work of ministry and yet there was another again still based on relationship where there was a a more strong a stronger discipling element and uh, a hunger to get in, into the scriptures and discuss the scriptures and i think that in that environment, in that relational environment, I probably learned more than many of the hours spent listening to teachings and, and sermons. But along the way, we came across, and I'll tell more about this later on, uh, a particular book, Love, Acceptance and Forgiveness, 
that became a very, very key part of our teaching, our doctrine, our basis of life. And I want to talk just in this section briefly about the the first of those, love. You see, if we look in the scripture in Philippines chapter 2, there's a beautiful description of what God actually means and how he means us to actually work out, live, portray what he means in that. We've described it like this. Love always with no exceptions. Living as though we love in that way. Of course, in the kingdom of God, when it comes to relationship, we are built. We automatically can love one another. See, in this world, you might meet somebody, get acquainted with them, like them, become friends with them, even come to the point of loving them. In the kingdom of God, it's different. We're already equipped with that fundamental ability to love. And it's the the actual word in the original, the agape love. It's the self-giving love. It's something that gives without an expectation of return. We have described it picking up from the book, no matter how you smell, behave, look, or what you've done, you're accepted and loved. We're made and equipped to be able to love. This is an amazing miracle. We were all once completely in a place of selfishness, self-focus. But God has equipped us with a new Holy Spirit ability. In fact, the reflection of the very character of Christ, the ability to love. In fact, he says in his word that his love is made complete as we love one another. That means you may love God and God loves you. I love God and God loves me, but his love is only made complete as we love one another. And throughout the Bible, love is not just a word, it's an action. And we'll look at that later on. There are many things which are the portrayal, the outworking of that love relationship. So let's look at just two or three others. We're not talking about loving because in our community we believe in love or uh, it's our system. No, it has to be something that really comes from the heart. We also see that it requires us to walk in the light, in the clear with God, with integrity, with honesty, and recognizing that there is a supernatural joining and that there is a flow of life. We're life joints to one another in the body. God's life flows through one another. There's also the requirement that there's a stickability, a steadfastness. This, this is the very nature of love. It, it doesn't give up at the first hiccup. And it does mean also that we can never be slightly withdrawn, holding a kind of reticence. We have to be open and real. Love, the Bible tells us, keeps no record of wrong. You see, 
is the requirement that the sun doesn't go down on our wrath. It's a requirement that if we want to continue enjoying God's forgiveness, we have to forgive one another. And once we've forgiven, then there can be no question of keeping a record. 